Hello and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, uh, I, I broadcast here on, on Facebook Live and I, I also have a podcast called Money Tips which goes out on iTunes and Stitcher and is also available on my podcast. Uh, website which is moneytipsdaily.com now for those who might not be aware i'm the author of the book money yes money can buy you happiness which is on amazon and in there i go through money mindset things about uh, how to you know think about money how to, to handle money how to save money how to invest money and make the most of your money and be happy with with your with your money and my, my personal background is that um, I, I wasn't born into money by any means, but I, I've made money by working hard, by investing in property and doing doing other types of investments. And uh, But also I've had a business. I've run a business with many staff before. And I, I've, I've even been a counsellor, where not, not a counsellor like when you go for counselling, but a counsellor as in an, an elected counsellor and was even deputy mayor for, for a term in, in or mayor not deputy mayor, deputy mayor and mayor in in my uh, local area so i've had quite a, a wide range of experience and and over the years i've known many people with money uh, many people who haven't got money and you think you know that there's a difference there in in the way these people are going about their lives and in terms of property uh, i've always found it's been a, a good investment for, for me and yeah, you don't always make money every time, but over the, the long term, and this is the key, the long term, it, it has made money for me. And that's why I'm still looking at property, but looking at also ways of investing with, without necessarily using your own money. And if you're interested in that, then, then do contact me. Now, today in London, we had the Queen's speech. Uh, there, was, there was a lot of what happens with the Queen's speech in Parliament is that it's supposed to be every year, but they haven't had one for two years now. And you're in that Queen's speech, the Queen lays out what the government will be doing in the, the next term of Parliament. And they say, right, in, in my government, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do that, and, and so on. And then that is the legislation that is then hopefully enacted and brought forward in that year. So they're planning to give more money to the NHS, do this and do that. You know, I, I don't know how much of this will actually get through because... Obviously, the government hasn't got a majority at the moment and we've got Brexit looming and th there's probably going to be another general election soon. So if there's a general election, anything could happen. It could be a hung parliament, could be a coalition government. If it's the same government, they'll probably continue with that with that uh, Queen's speech and th those plans. But we don't know what's going to happen at the moment. And obviously, we've still got Brexit hanging over us. And that's what I wanted to talk about today was the Brexit effect on property. So if you're an investor, should you wait for Brexit to happen or should you hold back and, and uh, you, know, you know, just not do anything until Brexit happens? Because you're worried that after Brexit, uh, prices could fall, the pound could drop again, uh, or, or should you just carry on and invest? Now, a lot of investors have been kind of holding back. There's been some properties been on the market for quite a while. And, you know, perhaps people are not so keen to rush in and buy uh, although first-time buyers and, and other residential buyers have 
in, in many cases have just decided well they've got to do something they just they can't wait forever to move brexit's been going on for about three years now and it no doubt it there's no doubt it did slow the market down uh but you know it, it can't go on like that forever so sometimes people need to move house or or sell and buy or buy the first house so they have been doing that and lots of people have been buying houses lots of new houses have been built record numbers of new houses were built in the last year i think 170,000 or some somewhere around new houses built a lot of those would be sold with help to buy schemes so not everybody's holding back but there are a lot of investors who are thinking what should i do and you know after brexit there could be a correction prices of property you know for the last thousand years have been going up right not but it doesn't go up in a straight line it might go up and jump up suddenly and then go down a little bit then then go up again or there might be flat lining for a few years and and also it depends on what part of the country you're in prices at the moment are barely moving but in some parts of the country like wales they're, they're going up by four or five percent in some parts of the country like the northeast they've been going down in london they've been going down um however uh, in the long term, they generally go up over the years. I mean, if, if you think about, you know, you talk to your parents or your grandparents, you think what they paid for a house in, in the 1970s, you know, they probably paid 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 pounds for a house, you know, which is now worth a quarter of a million. Um, so, you, you know, you, you've got to look at the long term with, with property. This is certainly not a time for uh, it's thinking that you can go in and buy a property and flip it, you know, go and do it up and quickly flip it. Maybe maybe you can, but you've got to get you've got to be really sure of getting a really good deal to, to be able to do that. Um, so just just be careful of that. But yeah, there, there could be a correction because prices have been going up steadily for a number of years. Uh, economically, there could be a correction, but it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to crash for years and years and years. Um, so. You know, if, if you're worried about that, then, then wait. But on, on the other hand, if it's a long term investment you're looking for and, you know, you buy you're buying to let, then if you get the right deal now, you get a good price for it. And, you know, you've, you've got tenants in there and it's got a good yield. It's given you a good return on your money. Then, you know, eventually that property may go down, it may, but eventually it will go up in price. And in any case, you're getting income from the asset. And, you know, many people invest like that. They invest in parts of the country which give them a good yield. But the, the asset value is not necessarily shooting up like it is in or has been in London. You know, in London, sometimes you could buy a property this year and it's going to go up 20 percent next year. Well, that's not happening at the moment. But some people are investing for income purposes where, you know, they're putting their money into a property. They're getting it at a good rate. They may maybe getting an eight, nine, 10 percent yield on their money. And they're happy to sit on that for, 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 for years uh, because they're getting a very good income on, the, on, on the, for their money compared to being in the bank where they might be getting quarter or half a percent. So think about things in the long term when you're looking at property. And remember that even if free movement, this was, was announced in the Queen's speech that free movement would end when we come out of Brexit, uh, even that, if that ends, the property market was never dependent just on immigration. It, it was also dependent on the, the local market the fact that people are living longer uh, you know couples uh, split up and they need often need two units instead of one um, you know people uh, more people have been born than dying so the population is, is increasing anyway and you know generally things have become more prosperous so people will always need 
somewhere to live and they're not building enough houses. They keep saying they need to build 250 or 200,000 houses every year. That's barely happening. And, you know, a few years ago they were saying they'd need seven cities, seven new cities, but that's kind of been shelved now. Now they're, they're, they're building some more smaller garden villages, garden towns, that sort of thing, smaller places. But really what they need to solve the housing crisis is probably another five or six Milton Keynes type cities in, in the southeast of England. And that, that would solve the problem. But that, that's not going to happen. Councils are not building enough uh, council houses. Uh, that We just don't see that happening in my area. They've barely built a handful of houses in the last year. Uh, there are plans to build more in the future, but that's not going to happen for quite a while. And that, that in terms of council housing and, and real social housing, some boroughs are building social housing. The councils and local authorities can borrow money at extremely low rates, but those rates have just been put up. They've nearly doubled. OK, they're still less than 2%, but, you know, it's quite a big difference in the budget if they were budgeting to build houses and suddenly the the borrowing rate goes up that can make quite a big difference but anyway that's the, that's their problem I still think they could build more social housing so until then I think there will still be a demand maybe not a racing demand like you know if, if you've got a massive immigration coming in and suddenly everyone needs houses quickly and you can get places let very easily any type of places maybe it's going to be a little bit harder uh, but I still think in the long term that there is still a good demand for property, provided you follow the rules, you buy right, and you get yourself educated. And this is the key. This is where the amateur landlord, or the sometimes the landlord who becomes an accidental landlord through inheritance, can often get into problems because they just don't know what they're doing. It's like going out and saying, well, I'll invest in the stock market. Well, let's see what share to buy. I'll buy that and just you know try and sell it next year. You couldn't do that. You need some education. So if you if you think you'd like to become a property investor or you think you'd like to dabble in it, then get some get some education. Contact me at charles at charleskelly.net or or contact me on uh, Facebook uh, Messenger or on the Facebook group. And, and, you know, some of the courses we can get you on our free taster courses where you can get quite a good idea of what what you need to do without even spending any money. It just just requires a bit of your time. So I've got some free taster courses coming up the end of this month and November. So so let me know and we'll try and get you on those courses so that you can learn about this properly and, and then you know you can make money in property. People are making money in property all the time. I, I've known people who've only just started two or three years ago and they're making loads and loads of money and often without even using their own money. There's dozens of ways you can utilize no money down property investment secrets to your advantage so that you can make money using other people's money or using other strategies which don't even involve you putting down any money. Believe me, these there are many strategies out there where you can get rich as a property investor, not overnight, but in time you can build a sizable fortune. You can build a, a good nest egg, nest egg for yourself. But it's not a get-rich-quick scheme, but it is a get-rich-long scheme. Uh, and, and you've got to look at this because... Uh, many people are not in pension schemes. They've got no adequate prevention for pension. So this is one way of providing for your pension. But get it, get educated and do it right. So thanks very much for listening. And uh, I, I, I hope that this has been interesting. And uh, I, I want you to contact me, charles at charleskelly.net or on the Facebook Messenger group 
if you if you if you're in, interested in some of these free taster courses on investing in property thanks very much and bye for now thanks for tuning in on facebook live hello to everyone there on facebook live and thanks for listening to my podcast bye for now